And we are back, back again in a comics corner. We're the bad comics kids in the corner. They, they, yeah, they, they, we definitely got put punished. off, put it in the corner. And no one puts Uncle P in the corner. Uh, as always, we got Sean on the boards rocking it out. And we're just coming at you with some fun, some news, some wildness. We'll start out right at the top. Crazy Hawkeye promotion going on in Norway. Guy went on the bow and arrow rampage. So when you say promotion, was this like an art piece he was trying to no, get across? I have a strong feeling it was probably, if anything, independently on his end. Was he dressed as Hawkeye? He was not dressed as Hawkeye. That would have been way crazier. But here's the thing. I feel like Norway doesn't really have any crime. They really don't. But you said a bunch so, of people got hurt, huh? Oh, yeah, he definitely, he took out a couple and winged a few more. <laughs> he but winged them, as pun intended? I just, do cops in Norway even have guns? I don't know. Why wouldn't someone... A bow and arrow. <laughs> I'm telling you, if someone goes nuts with a bow and arrow in America, that dude is just shot down in a hail On of sight. bullets. Yeah. Everyone there is immediately... They were also, how many arrows does this guy have? Because yeah, like, that's kind of a bulky. You're not keeping a clip on you. You got to have two quills. Yeah, how many quills you got of arrows in there? <laughs> There's a quiver in his quiver. quiver. Yeah, yeah. What's a quill? I think that's like the feathery part of the. Oh, uh, I think. I no, saying, I'm, no, that's the thing you write with. Oh, uh, yeah, the that's feather. what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, he has a bunch of those. That's the what the bow he, and arrow is mightier than the pen, which is mightier than the sword. So the quiver. Is mightier than the quill. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Uh, that would have made sense to have the quill, though. That's a very old-timey... To go off with a bow and arrow, they had to call special forces in from Norway. To special help. forces, huh? Yeah, because... Someone was like, call the crime. real Avengers. We <laughs> Yeah, they really... This man is out of control. It's a Ronin. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's gone full-on Ronin. Did, did he have any motive? They don't. They don't know. They're gonna figure it out. This they, just turned into like a true crime podcast. We're gonna have to do yeah, some sleuthing. We just, we just got uh, a thousand forty-five-year-old women subscribers with oh, that yeah. one murder mystery. Oh, it's a mystery. Why he did it? We'll talk really close into the microphone yeah. and soothingly. It, the day was March fifteenth, <laughs> October third. <laughs> that's uh, not a real date. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's the time frame. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but not only that, another bit of news that I'm going to spring on you. I didn't even let you know about Drop this. Drop the knowledge. Dude, you have been being specious for a long time now. <laughs> because I bet you've been using the A word, haven't you? The A word? Uh, which A word? Uh, alien. Oh, yeah. Miss Demi Lovato feels some type she of way. She brought it to light, dude. That's... You're basically space racist. So does this story keep because it like people find it funny because it's just so absurd, or are people it actually just, trying to bring attention to this uh, this issue? Oh, I think it's just the dumbest statement someone could make. I think even like Tom DeLonge would be like, "Dude, shut up! Like no one cares." <laughs> and I've revolved my life around aliens, and I call them aliens, bitch. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd and Tom DeLonge and Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson are all fine with calling them aliens. We're calling them aliens, exactly. Also, I bet they don't give a fuck. 
Why would they care? What do you want? To, what do you think they call us? It, is there someone's tuning in on another planet and just sitting in a throne? Like if they say alien one more fucking time, we're going down there and we're fucked in this planet. It's up. just funny to assume about something that you you can't prove is real is offended by something. Yeah, it's, I am a believer, but that you know it's not tangible. And why why would they care? Why where did how did this conversation come up? Yeah, it, it almost seems like a um, like a fucking psyop, like trying to fuck with the general public, like. Like let's see let's see if this woke culture really takes this like to the next level. I just like your move. I don't understand where who asked this question or what prompted this is what I want to know. Yeah, like was it a magazine? Yeah, was it Science Weekly that was at her yeah. house trying to get some extra juicy deets on how the the outer planets are living? Yeah. Well, and she's like first off, if you could stop using the <laughs> A word because they're offended as fuck by that. Right. You cannot call them that. My next report would be like, Demi Lovato's saying some crazy shit. I think she may have relapsed. Yeah. (laughs) Extraterrestrial. Is is that better? Isn't that her whole story? Is she like got really, really hooked on drugs? Career kind of fell apart? I think so. But then she got clean. Yeah. But does she still make music? I don't know. That seems like music that's not for me. I don't know any... Demi Lovato. She was like everywhere at one point. And I was like... And then someone was like, oh yeah, you didn't know. Like she was like, you know, had to go to rehab and this and that. I feel like now a lot of people just go to rehab. I don't know. I feel like you don't hear about it like as much as you used to. Like in the eighties, like the Betty Betty Ford Clinic, like that was the place to be. That was you know that, but that's when it was cool and it, it was, was kind cool. of more party vibe. Now it's so much more buttoned up over there. And well, and it's like you know America loves a good comeback story. You know he made it to the top, got hooked on drugs, and then got clean. Well, applause, applause, applause. You know the other thing too is we also just have a million celebrities. Right. Everyone's Think famous. about it. Yeah, there's more famous people on the planet Earth now than there were back then. Back then, it was just Marilyn Monroe, John Wayne, and JFK. Yeah. And everyone else was a fucking nobody. Right. That's all they had. Pretty much. And they were just... Those three, as long as they were good, everyone was fine. <laughs> and unfortunately, all three of them did not end well. Not end well. How's John Wayne die? How did he die? Did he die from old age or something? He was pretty old. I mean, he died in the early 70s. He was, he was old. I can't remember what his story was. Interesting. Um, in some other news, I got two Ethan Hawke-related stories. <laughs> Not one, fucking two. From Hawkeye to Ethan Hawke. Exactly. This is the Hawk special. It's <laughs> Two Hawks for one. Two Hawks. That's what the new name is. <laughs> We're two Hawks in the night. Or wait, what, do Hawks sleep? They don't. I don't think they sleep. No, I don't think they, they ever sleep. They, they just, nest. They have they just to keep eat. They're like sharks. Like they have to keep moving or else they die. They're like me playing Oregon Trail. They're just constantly hunting, <laughs> forever eating. So what's Ethan up to? One new movie called Black Phone. Saw the trailer. Looks completely fine, but he put, he looks pretty creepy in it. Cool. Which is what I need because he's gearing up for Moon Knight. Oh. And he's supposed to be a villain in Moon Knight. Right. So I'm I'm looking forward to him being a scarier type of fella. And to go hand in hand with that Moon Knight, guess who's rumored to be directing one of those episodes? Uh oh oh it's gonna be a show. The Moon Knight oh. is gonna be a Disney Plus show. Um I I don't know who. It is Danny Ocean himself. 
Oh yeah, George Clooney. Hell yeah, dude. The Cloonster. Are you you a George Clooney guy? He's fine. He's fine. Oh my gosh, what are you talking about? I, he's so charming. He is charming. I mean, I like some of the stuff. I like a lot of the stuff he's in. Batman and Robin. Of course, that was my probably the first Bruce Willis movie I ever saw because I saw it in theaters when I was like six years old, right Wait, when it came out. Your first George Clooney movie, you mean? Yeah. You said Bruce Willis. Oh, um, I, I think I was thinking Bruce Wayne. Bruce Willis. How did Bruce Willis not become Batman? I feel like he would have been a decent Batman. Was he on that short list before they got Keaton? I think he was, actually. Because I know before they cast Michael Keaton, they had a list of people they wanted. Keaton wasn't even a top contender for that role. Right. That's possible. They thought he was a fucking dork. I know. Yeah, no, there was a lot of... Because um, he was Mr. Mom. Yeah, there was a lot of pushback. I think, um, well, one, yeah, that's okay. So that's the thing. Once the movie came out, people were like, oh, this dude's. Oh, legit. he ripped it. Yeah. And in I just watched it the other night, actually. And in all honesty, when you think about Mr. Mom and Batman, not too far off. No, pretty they're much. They're both the same. raising a child. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it's probably in danger a lot. I've never seen Mr. Mom, but I'm assuming that's the plot, since that's the plot of most 80s movies. Yeah, it was... It's just a guy, like, holding a baby, but he's holding it with outstretched arms, as if he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> and you're like, no one behaves that way. Yeah. Most people, when you hold a baby, you're just like, yeah, you just kind of naturally get it. Yeah. You're not like, oh, what? like, holding it by the scruff of its neck. Your like, natural what, what like a, is Like a this? cub. Like <laughs> yeah. a lion cub. Like a wolf cub. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I just watched... Batman 1989 and then I watched like Dark Knight like immediately I was on a big Batman kick after reading Hush it got me all jazzed up you know? How, how'd you like the end of yeah, it? yeah Hush was dope um, I kind of knew that Thomas Elliot what spoilers uh, was was the Hush character but then the stuff with the Riddler at the end tying him in was really cool how he got everyone involved how he was sort of uh, pulling the strings I um, yeah so I was telling you there's a lot of similarities from Arkham City and with Hush okay. there actually is a side side mission in Arkham City where you keep finding these bodies that have been brutally, like severely cut all on their faces, like surgically removed stuff. Sick. So you have to keep finding these bodies. You keep finding these bodies in different alleys and make a you're, face you're, out of all the cut up. Pretty pieces. much, and the face is Bruce Wayne's face. That Thomas Elliot did this to make it look like Bruce Wayne was doing all the, committing all these crimes. And so he Damn. finds out that it's him. Like you know, once you wrap up the side story mission, you find it's like, oh, I knew it was you, Hush. After uh, you know, who else has the surgical skills to do this and blah 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 and. Yeah, that it was cool. I like that whole side story because you kind of get the misdirect with thinking it's all Thomas Elliot and then Clayface, then Clayface, Jason you Todd. Jason. When I saw Jason Todd, I'm like, "There's no way! Like, this is under the Red Hood. Like, this isn't." Yeah, you and there's know a lot of books left to go. So you know, it's not that whole story. Have you read that whole story? Under the Red Hood? Yeah. I saw the animated version of it, which they I heard did a great job. A hundred percent. And you, I loved the dude. That was good. That's uh, probably one of the best. Yeah, the Warner Brothers animation. They did a good animated job. Animated from them. Um, but no, yeah, you get all these cool characters. And that is, I think, the first time they do that Jason Todd flat, like hinting at it's him mm-hmm. if, of coming back is yeah. in Hush. Which how, oh, did you, that come out before Red Hood? I believe so, yeah. Because gotcha. I remember that's why it was so... so it was like a red herring. Yeah, it was this weird red herring that people were like, whoa, what was that? And yeah. it's like, oh, it was just Clayface, blah, 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 no big deal. Little does everyone know that Red Ho- Under the Red Hood comes out, you know, a little bit later, and yeah. boom, he is back. Very cool. Uh, also, some big news I forgot to mention before we started recording, because um, we, we, we were just talking about this, um, Marvel has cast their Adam Warlock. Oh, Will they Poulter. did. 
Yeah, the kid from uh, the Jason Sudeikis movie. Yeah, where the Jennifer where the Millers. He's in a lot of stuff though. Like after that, they put him in a lot of shit. Yeah, he is a good. He's pretty good. I think he's trying to switch over from being the funny kid actor, or just even. I don't know if it's like if he's in teen heartthrob zone or yeah. any of that. Speaking of Michael Keaton, he kind of has those Michael Keaton eyebrows. He does. Raise. He has yeah. a very unique eyebrow. Yeah. His face is very I unique. I think it's a good casting as far as appearance wise. I agree. Yeah. He's young enough. He's also under the radar enough yeah. that Disney can probably get him for a couple movies. They can do some Adam Warlock stuff and you can get that whole story out. Yeah. Um, uh, James Gunn is doing Guardians 3, right? Correct. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one, man. Do you... Here's my only question, though. And I'm not the biggest Adam Warlock nerd. Same. But I know a lot of his story revolves around the Infinity Gauntlet, the Soul Stone, all that stuff. I'm wondering how how that plays in. Because without... We don't have that anymore. I could see some flashback stuff. But yeah, I would say, you know, let's let's take it easy with the infinity stone stuff it's we've been doing it yeah so I'm just no, interested you might to see, see a flashback or something I'd, I'd say i'm interested to see what ends up happening with him that he becomes as powerful as he is without that yeah how they transfer his story over because marvel is good at doing little switch outs of okay these this isn't for you but maybe you know it's not gonna be the infinity gauntlet but it's gonna be all these fucking you know, the gaunt, the rings from the Mandarin. Yeah, you yeah. know, something like that, where it's not so same, like same, same. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. I'm excited. Yeah, so we got that to look forward to. Uh, speaking of fucking James Gunn, though, they released some footage from the new Peacemaker TV show. They're give, is it going to be John Cena? It's John Cena's oh, back. Okay. It's going to be HBO. Really? Okay. Yeah, we're going to get. It's him. He's teaming up with two of the the two people working for Amanda Waller in Suicide Squad. They kind of do that post credit scene where he's in the hospital and there's the two people are like, this is who we got to work with. So that comes back. And I know he's working with another comic book character, Vigilante, mm-hmm. who they briefly or they did for a season on Arrow, I think. And it's fine. He's kind of just a guy who wears a weird black ski suit and just shoots a huge gun. It's pretty on par with John Cena. Sure. Um, But in the footage, we do get our first glimpse at Peacemaker's pet eagle named Eagly. Eagly? And they just, the whole team's just like making fun. Like, do you have a dog called Doggy? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do Do you have a daughter called Girly? He uh, keeps the peace. He doesn't make up the good names. Uh, but I like that we get to share James Gunn between both universes because he makes really good movies. He yeah. gets how a comic book movie should be made to be fun and enjoyable and not just everything's dark or everything's very generic. You yeah. can have fun and go off the rails a little bit. It's, yeah, I don't know how he does it, but he really does nail it. It's. I think it's all that trauma training. Oh, he worked for Troma. Yeah. What? That's yeah, very cool. In um, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. in the prison scene when they're in the kiln, there's actually a cameo from the guy who started Troma Entertainment. 
Uh oh. I forget what his name oh, is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but he has a very his very recognizable face. Yeah, I know his name. It's kind to my tongue. Oh yeah. my god, he kind of almost looks like like this. His name is uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. But yeah, he he kind of looks like a Mel Brooks almost. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's yeah. who I was thinking of. He kind of has a Mel Brooks vibe to him. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, what else we got though? So, uh, as I told you before, I picked up a copy of Soul Plumber, which is uh, part of DC's new rap group. Yeah, right. Uh, DC's new. They have a horror. Um, why can I never remember this imprint? <laughs> imprint. They have a horror imprint. It's called DC Horror. Is it? Is this imprint? inside of the actual DC universe and just lightly touching I don't know because I just I just was on the DC wiki trying to find something or I, I searched it and it didn't pop up um, so I didn't because um, I know some like Vertigo is a perfect example of books that kind of do take place in the DC universe but they never necessarily touch on yeah, this definitely seems like a one. I mean, it's a, it's a mini series. It's one of six. Um, okay. So we have, uh, I believe, the um, main character's name is Edgar. He is a very religious individual, um, just trying to spread the good word as as it as it would be. Uh, left seminary school. They haven't said why, but now he works at a gas station. Uh, like it's like it's like clearly a troubling shit. past. They make it to seem like like they really are painting the picture like this is a shit job, but he's just like way too happy go lucky, sort of like a moral oral kind of uh, vibe. Oh, okay. And just being like, you know, just gotta spread the good word, kind of deal, blah blah blah. And um, he kind of gets conned into this seminar where this guy is um, selling this device that is basically a um, exorcism, um, uh, like gun. It's like a machine. That like you, it's like you put this portal over like the person's chest, and you can pull out a demon or whatever. But it's like a big scam. Like, but he, like you he, don't say. He sells, yeah, he sells you the. Uh, Once those demons are in you, you can't get them out. He sells uh, the 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 pamphlet on like how to make the device for like yeah. five hundred bucks. But he Edgar doesn't have any money, so he steals it. And he makes wow. he doesn't classic he, priest. He can't even afford. Yeah, well, he's like, oh, for, he's like, he said, this is only the third commandment I've ever broken. <laughs> this is only the third. <laughs> but he doesn't. Have, he doesn't even have money for the parts to make this device. So he actually has to steal them from like a junkyard. Like part of the main like portal where they like you pull I the uh, you. thing out is like a toilet. So seat. we're kind of yeah, we're gonna be getting the uh, the makeshift the. Iron Man Mark One style yeah. version of this thing. Yeah, it's made out of trash, you know. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he successfully builds it and successfully exercises a demon out of this guy's chest, and he's like, "Holy shit, it works!" And then so that was the end of issue one. But it's very interesting. Um, I picked up this book because it was written by the guys that do last podcast on the left. Okay, super super funny guys, and Marcus Parks, who's I think he pretty much runs Last Podcast Network. He like started it. Uh, huge comic book fan. Huge huge comic book fan. To, like he actually was on a lot, a lot of episodes of Wizard and the Bruiser, which is another show I listened to, and he would he did a real good episode on Alan Moore, and he's the one that kind of made me pick up some more of these Alan Moore titles. Uh, in this article I have up right now, it's uh, Marcus was saying the first comic book uh, he ever read was Swamp Thing Thirty Two, which is like a pretty well known uh, Alan Moore one. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones where Constantine shows up. Yeah, yeah. So he always had uh, a thing for yeah, with these more Vertigo type titles, darker titles. But he loves Batman. He, I mean, he's a big comic book guy. I think those. Those titles are so alluring to kids that don't just want to see a Superman, especially when they came out in the 90s. It was either all or 80s. It was all either very bright and way too polished and rose colored glasses. And even when things were bad, it really wasn't bad. Yeah. 
those comic books had the we're on the opposite end of everything's dark. Even when things are good, it seems shitty. Yeah. Even when people are in their happiest, you're still kind of ending it like, all right, they're they're happy, but it doesn't look like they're doing well. They're just like smoking cigarettes in a field. Yeah, and the way this stuff is drawn is really important too. So John McCree, I don't know if you're familiar with him. I do not. He uh, McCready. No, it's just McCree. Oh. M C C R E. Oh, he's a, probably a Cree. Yeah. Codenamed it. He's kind of like a non good improv Cree. Uh huh. Like, what's your name, baby? He's like, uh, McCree. I could be a Cree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so his art style is sick, man. It has that kind of swamp thing, dark vibe to it. And okay. It's really, it, I, like, it, when I was reading this book, like, the artwork looked like something out of the late 80s. Like, it was pretty cool. I was going to say, I saw the cover of it, and the cover looked a little more cartoony, I thought. But uh, no, once you open it up, man, it's, it's, it's deeper. Some great penciling work, yeah, man. Real kind of sketchy, like really cool it, stuff. It's hard too, especially on small run stuff, because you do. Preacher's a perfect example of the covers aren't the same as the inside. It's exactly. not the same person, which I don't mind that at all. Yeah. But it can be hard to gauge if you're just looking at a picture or something to be. Oh, is this what the vibe yeah. is? But then it, it, can be totally it doesn't different. look like digital, like at all. Like you could tell this okay. was this was done traditionally. Man. This was the it was, classic. It's fucking sick. Um, I'll let you borrow it. It's actually it's pretty solid. Nice. I it's think, just, I think you like one? it. Yeah, one of six. Dude. I'm actually there's a variant cover too. I'm gonna go to Carol and John's try to get the variant if they have it. But, I want uh, the fucking variant, man. But yeah, last podcast, fellas, if you're listening, uh, good, well done. You said, I feel like you mentioned you wanted to talk about the Robert Patterson Batman coming up. Or, uh, Are you excited? I'm not really very excited. I just to be don't honest. know anything about it. Do we have a villain? Like, who's going to be our, our rogue, our baddie? We got Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman. We got my man Colin Farrell. Oh, the Penguin. Penguin. I did know that, yeah. We have they shown s- any footage from that? We have Paul. Uh, what's that? Paul Dano is Paul Dano. Okay, I knew the all these things. I thought these were all rumors, though. No, those. This movie's just been taking this long that it's finally getting made. Yeah, I'm. I'm not super excited. It seems like a rehashing of what they did for Dark Knight or Batman Begins. That whole trilogy is it going to be an origin story? I don't think it's an origin story. Okay, good. We don't need that. But I think it's taking... Pl- it's kind of Batman year one. Oh, okay. So... I I'm, dig that. I'm fine with it. I just... Even I though want Robert Patterson's more. like 40. <laughs> I just... I want like a mystery. I want something... I like Hush and Long Halloween. I've said it a million times because it's, there's a mystery. There's something more to it. Yeah. Make it something more than just... Here, look at my version of the Riddler. It doesn't look like the Riddle, because now that we had Jim Carrey as the most off the wall, we're gonna get the darkest version. Yeah, where he's probably the Edgar Allan Poe version. It's it's like the dirtiest forest green hat that he wears one time, and they're like, "See, it's a nod. It's a nod we did to his green bowler's cap that he notoriously wears." And it's like, great. It's just a sociopath dropping off riddles. Yeah, it. And same with, like, I think the Penguin, because now we're going to get a Penguin spinoff show. Why? Which we already had. I it was Gotham. called Gotham. Yeah. What? But HBO is making it. So it can do no wrong. HBO. So it's going to be a smash. I'm telling you, someone introduced HBO to the word prequel, like, 
two years ago. They were like, guys, check this out. It's like a sequel, but it all happened beforehand. They were like, what? So now we had Sopranos prequel. Yeah. Shit. New Game of Thrones prequel show. Probably going to be shit. Probably going to be shit. Why? Million Dragons. <laughs> you know why the other one was probably so good? I didn't really watch it, but you had to wait for the dragons. They were just cock teasing you on these dragons the entire <laughs> time. So that's why everyone's like, dude, we're going to see a dragon. And that's probably going to suck. And now we're going to get a penguin prequel. I don't need prequels. I know where they lead to. Yeah. I get it. I would like to see Colin Farrell play up the penguin as like a very much a ringleader kind of mob boss, it mob boss ish. Yeah, and like running, you know, like the iceberg lounge. You know, like that shit would be bad fucking ass. I think it could be cool, and Colin Farrell is a good. He's a great actor who has the potential to do it. It's just what the direction they want this to go in, and I feel like it's going to be so dark and gritty that. You almost have to balance it off of bet the Batfleck. I totally forgot about that because mm-hmm. that was also just ultra dark. He was just killing people. Do you think what's the over under that this Batman kills? I mean, I, I okay. I don't think it's gonna happen. And I so was does just, he? I mean, have we seen Batman killing people yet? Like in like. Zack Snyder's fucking... Oh, yeah. Shit, he's yeah. definitely killing people in Zack Snyder's. Really? Yeah. He's using a gun at one point, I'm pretty sure. You might be right. I don't he's know. Def- Zack Snyder's Batman kills. 100%. <laughs> Without a doubt. Di- Cold-blooded murder. And, and not even in the way where Batman's always killed people, but it's just been a more long, drawn-out process where yeah. some guy probably gets a horrific infection from getting thrown off a two-story building and breaking his leg, gets gangrene. He dies later in the, uh, in the hospital. And Batman's <laughs> like, that's, not, that's more on the hospital than me. <laughs> we'll go, I'll take a half a death. Yeah. God was hosp- bringing him into his house. It was his time. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just don't live that long. <laughs> Some people naturally only live till 32. Right. Natural causes. of. <laughs> you broke both his legs. He was, he was paralyzed. His, his family had nothing. Yeah, and he stuck a gun in his mouth because he had nothing to live for. I'm not responsible. <laughs> he shouldn't have taken that $50 from the bakery. Right. <laughs> not, on, not on my watch. Yeah. Not on my slow day. <laughs> it was definitely a slow day. You, Let's just say there were accidents that probably happened. Just thinking about when Batman yeah, has slow days and he gets the costume on and he's like, He's in his mind. He's like, I'm not just gonna put this on for nothing, right? So he's just trying to bust kids. You know, just like it's so funny. Till I started breaking bones and shit, I thought it was just something's like, oh yeah, you break your bone, you put a cast on, it gets better, and like you, you don't notice, you realize like if shit's bad, I was like, oh no, you need surgery. You're gonna have like yeah. metal in your body. It's not gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, Batman will be a hundred percent just broken. Yeah, yeah, he would be so arthritic. By the time he was 32... He fucking fractured his skull and hushed. <laughs> we'll put, yeah. We'll put Humpty Dumpty back together. It'll be fine. Yeah, they f- fractured his skull, and they were just like, dude, if you could stay off your feet for maybe a day or two, then you can... And he was just like, how about one day and I put a helmet on? <laughs> how about that for being tough? Um, What else was going on? 
Oh, I did see. Did you know that show Batwoman's still going on? Really? There's still a Batwoman. Didn't they sh- they change it a couple times? The actress the, or just once? One person quit. Ruby oh, yeah, Rose. Yeah. The infamous Ruby Rose quit. Too too challenging. Too challenging. Well, just like like physically. I mean, I mean I guess it was probably physically and it's probably the schedule. If you've never started a show, I'm sure those things are demanding. You have to be in Vancouver for fr- probably six fucking seven months. And it's just nonstop working. And you're doing your own stunts, I bet. Yeah. The CW ain't hiring fucking anybody. No. I think we're almost done with the CW verse of uh, DC shows. You think so? I'm kind of hoping so. I'm, I'm tired of them. We're, Flash needs to end. Uh, they just showed a picture of their version of Despero. Have you ever seen Despero in the comics? He's this fucking lizard-ass giant gladiator motherfucker with a fin on his head and one eye he's purple okay if you he's saw a, him you would definitely know him what um dc okay and they show well, who, who's his villain like who's he mostly probably a superman i bet he's kind of a space conqueror type of fella gotcha. you know just one of those guys out there in space taking over planets and shit uh but yeah, they show his, their version of him. It's just like a guy with red hair. Not even, no discerning look. No, oh, he's wearing a purple jacket. <laughs> Classic, instead of making you purple, how about we put you in a jacket that yeah. color? That might trick Like his skin was purple in the comic or whatever? Yeah, he's an alien. Oh, he has like a giant. Yeah, he has like a giant fin on his head and shit. Oh. Um, well, he's not like one of the Green Lanterns, is he? He's not. There mm. might be a Green Lantern of him. Right. But Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking up some of these uh, John McCree covers. He did uh, a Batman run called Legends of the Dark Knight, mid '90s. Pretty cool, man. He draws Batman with the long ears. I always oh, like. Oh yeah, I the like, super gothic style. They're pretty long. They're not like. There's one guy that draws them like obnoxiously long. I can't remember who that is. I'll have to look that up. That's my man. Okay, yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah, I mean, he looks. He looks more like something out of Dragon Ball Z. But this is the guy they cast. <laughs> That's his okay. look in it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a ton of sense. Those shows have all just jumped the shark. No longer need to be made. Can all just be taken off the air. Yeah. Let nerds talk about them on 4chan and Reddit. And just let it be. We'll deep dive and revitalize it on our own. I don't need more Legends of Tomorrow. You guys have done 100 episodes of this show that I don't even know what it's about. Like the only person, and I watched the it. only person that are watching them are like Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like at this point, Kevin Smith has to be like, dude, I gotta be really high to really find still- the positives in this one. Yeah. He's uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Truly, it is just because the Batwoman one, not great. Stargirl's okay. Barbara Gordon, isn't she Batwoman or no? No, it's the um it was the Katie Kane version of Batwoman. Barbara Gordon is Batgirl. Right. I'm sorry. We 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 just please do not please. disrespect women on our comic book podcast. You need to chill, man. Um, no, that was yeah. Ruby Rose played the Katie Kane version, and then I'm guessing they just made someone up to fill a role because they passed it down as if Katie Kane had to go somewhere. She went out for milk and never came back. Right. They're like, someone's <laughs> got to be Batwoman now. That's fun. Um, 
What else? What are you looking forward to? When am I looking forward? I mean, I want to see what Eternals is all about. I still haven't seen Shang Chi. You know, I, I, I same. I'm proud to say, and I'm not trying to like brag. I've been reading more than watching movies. That's and, good. And bullshit. I did watch in- Invincible. That was the one thing that we were you were talking to me about. I don't know if, dude. I keep. I mean, I might read the books. Um, I like Robert Kirkman. You know, I was a big Walking Dead fan. Yeah. Um, but the volumes that I've seen at the comic stores, they're like f- this fucking thick, man. They're it's huge. It's like stupid. I'm not going to carry this book around with me. Like I don't even want to read it at the house. And like, it also just. I it doesn't seem like it's not a tight story. It's a long drawn out. It is creating it's, a world style story. I thought they were just going to go with one long story on the show, and like they've kind of split off in like these random little like side, side bouts. Stories but it does feel like a fucking uh, does feel like more like a comic that way. It's I like that, and I, it's it's drawn. It's animated exactly how it's in how the, it's drawn. Book. Yeah, it's very cool. Very um, cool. I think one of the hard parts with that is when you have a show that you are. Trying to with Invincible, they try to create a whole universe with DC and Marvel. A nice thing is you're already in that universe. There's a there's an underlying understanding of what's going on. Well, yeah. So do you know how they get around that? How they get around all that? the heroes in Invincible are just like. Ver, the, you know, there is a guy. Oh yeah, that's Batman. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's the Flash. Like they don't do a good job of, and it's like the whole. I was talking with my buddy the whole time. You're just like, hey, you just want it to be those main characters. Yeah. But I think that's like like probably, Batman's called Darkwing. The Flash is called like Red Rush or something like I, that. I think those are easy backdoor ways to give you a sense of understanding of what those people are instead of having to give a whole background on why this dude's called the Jackal or something. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman's like Warrior Woman or some yeah. shit. Yeah, like it's so, but it, it, but it's a good show. But yeah, you do have to get introduced to all those characters, and in the comics, I think that's why there's so much more because yeah. you're introducing all these people. There's so much more extra stuff. So for one volume of a run, you're like, holy fuck! This sh- a normal company. This is just. 10 separate comic book yeah. runs. One of the uh, scenes in there is Omni-Man, Invincible's dad, one of the main superhero yeah. characters. He goes in through this wormhole that these aliens try to come through into Earth and take over Earth. Mm-hmm. He not only gets in, he's able to close the portal, and he just like slaughters all of them, like the entire planet. Oh, yeah. It's like insane. They go and they do this crazy fights, and they have this cool music over it. And time moves differently, like in this universe or whatever. So when he comes back, it, it was uh, it had been like I think a couple of days, but to him it had been like a few years. Nice. So he just gets back and he's like got a big, he's got like a beard and shit. He's all like you know ass kicked. He's just like I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> he's yeah. already gone for like ten years. Yeah, like, I just slaughtered a planet for ten years. I need to I need to bathe. Yeah, it was nuts. Dude. I'm covered in the blood of the innocent right yeah. now. Uh. No, that's sick. I should watch it. I'm just, I have so many streaming things. Oh, I get it. No, but and I only watched it because, like, I was at my brother's. I was house sitting for him, didn't have anything to watch. But there's a character called Robot on there, which is really funny because we were talking about Doom Patrol. He basically is Robot Man. Yeah. And it's voiced by, uh, I think, is it Zachary Quint? Spock? Lost? Zachary Quinto. Quinto, yeah. yeah. He And he, it's so perfect because he's so robotic, you know? He like is a good. Very robotic, yeah. just neutral tone voice. But they literally just call him Robot. <laughs> hey, Robot. Like, it seems kind of lazy. Did you ever end up watching any of... Uh... Doom Patrol? Yeah. No, I didn't. Dude, I think... I'm telling you, I think you would enjoy I should the watch. silliness yeah. of it. Okay. Because yeah. it has a good campy... campy How long are the episodes? Adult. That's the important part. Man, I want to say they're... I think they're 42s. All right. I know. It's, I'll live. It's, it's, if it's, it was 47... 
<laughs> Forget about it. Well, because it's you get. I love when you realize that TV shows are not an hour long. You're like, this is 42 minutes. Yeah, this is almost just a half hour. This is close to being closer to being a half hour than an hour. So it's like I can make it through this. And especially on HBO, you just start flying through. It's true. Yeah. And they have a dude, it's a lot of good actors. Do Bond? Uh yeah, I'm a I'm a big Bond fan. Me and my brother both are. Um who uh who's our next Bond gonna be? I, it was supposed to be Idris Elba, that's what they were saying. But Idris is so old now. There, I, I mean, Bonds are old. There's there's always been a salt and pepper, you know. I know. I just era of Bond. I feel like going from even like when they cast Sean Connery to be James Bond, he was like something like. I feel like Aldr- Idris is like fifty, maybe. But he, but black don't crack, baby. That's true, dude. <laughs> Looks just as good as he did thirty years ago. Yeah, man. Um, how'd well, you stack up for you? In um, your bonds. He does a good job. I mean, the only movie out of all of them I really like, to be honest, was Skyfall. Out of the four that have already come out. Um, okay. He's on four? This will be, this will be the fifth, fifth one. Yeah. Yeah, the last one that came out was Spectre, and that was with Christoph Waltz was the bad guy. And he kind of stole the show. The movie itself wasn't that good, but he was a good okay. Bond. He was a really good Bond villain. Is this... Because this one has Rami Malek, right? Yes. Okay. And he's also going to be good because he's like, my girlfriend is not creepy. I don't like his face. He's I don't kind of an, He's unsettling. Have you ever heard that he's like kind of an asshole in real life? Really? Though? He, uh, so he went to high school with this actress, Rachel Bilson, which I know as Summer Roberts. Oh, he was mean to her in high school? No, she <laughs> posted a picture of them in high school and they were friends. Okay. And she was, I think, just very, you know, randomly going through and was like, oh, look. Very fi- crazy that we're both very famous people. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's not like she yeah. stopped like working. She's been on fucking sitcom or not sitcoms, but you know TV shows continuously forever. And posted the picture, and I guess he was like, "I need you to take that down. Like I look too goofy in it or something." Trying to, uh, he wanted to keep his bad boy persona mysterious. Yeah, his like kind of weird creepy guy vibe and that goes away when you're just smiling with like another person. Right. Mr. Robot was on USA too, right? Yeah, Mr. Robot. I never got into Mr. Robot. I mean, that's how he became anybody was that show. That was his first cuz that, that was one of those shows on USA that got really I'd say it's probably one of the most popular USA shows I bet like it's Monk. one of their biggest I think it's probably their biggest show in award-winning. Well, I guess Monk probably won a bunch of awards, too. Yeah, Monk was good, dude. I never got into Monk. Monk. I, I've only seen a handful of episodes, but it was a good mystery show. I, I'm i more... I like Psych. Okay. Yeah, well, there's some more, more comedy in there. Yeah, there's a yeah. little more comedy. But Monk's also a comedy. Yeah. There's just something about... Like, oh, he has this horrible disease. Yeah, yeah like so that funny. part to me, I don't find... <laughs> OCD. Yeah, I don't find that like humorous for some reason to be like... <laughs> This guy's like kind of. This guy's kind of sick. Like I feel like we're taking <laughs> advantage of him right now. Like, yeah, I mean, he did count all the bullet holes real quick. But right. How good's that gonna do us? Yeah. At least in Psych, he's just pretending to be a psychic. It, all these shows just show how incompetent police forces are. That they're like, I don't know. This guy said he's a psychic. You want him to see if he can solve the murder? Yeah. Yeah, you guys haven't uh, done too much detective work. Uh, How embarrassing is it for a beat cop who's like, I'm collecting like clues and fingerprints, man. <laughs> you just looked at a couple records? Yeah. This isn't real. Um, I forgot Mr. Robo was on there, though. I should, should I rewatch it? Is it worth it? I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. 
I know it was popular. That's about it. Dude, we're both too cool for it. Too, way too cool. I'm, I like the Christian Slater's on it. I like Christian Slater. I'm a big person, too, about if someone really tells me to watch something, I'm, fuck you. It just depends, yeah. There's, Quit shoving it down my throat. I, I know Ted Lasso's good. I will watch it eventually. You, just get off my case. I don't need to go watch it. I'm not <laughs> going to go get Apple TV to watch this one guy. I mean, I have show. a coat. I have, I, like, I have no excuse, but it's just like, I'm, I'll get to it. You know, just, I felt this, every time I see my buddy, dude, you got to see Ted I, I Okay, I will. Give me a break. House of Cards. House of Cards, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't care. Don't need to see this. Now everyone's like, ah, yeah, if you don't want yeah, to. Yeah, when <laughs> I didn't want... Now that now someone comes out smelling like roses right. who never supported sexual predators, <laughs> like everyone else watching it. I, that's how I feel about Squid Game right now, though. What's the story with Squid Game? Oh, because everyone's telling you to watch it? Every, oh, this is, this is so crazy. It's, like, it's torture porn. A hundred percent. I get it. They're doing childish games, and when you lose, you get killed. And it's all in Korean. I have to read all of it. Yeah. Because everyone says the dub on it sucks. And I'm a purist, dude. Subs oh, over they have dubs. dubs. Subs over dubs? Huh? Uh, there's a dub for it that's on Netflix, but I've heard, seen a bunch of articles that all say it fucking sucks, which I don't know how we still have dubs that suck these days when there's a nerd-ass kid's who learned Korean on their own just to like better understand the hentai they're watching. And it's like, get one of these I want to get kids. involved with the story. Just let one of these fucking kids translate There's this. some really good dub. The dub voice actors, the American guys that do the anime, I mean, they're pretty talented. Oh, I believe they it. They really are. There are good. And they work. They stay busy, This man. one is not bad because of the voice actors. It's the translations, apparently, that are all shitty. Which oh, I don't I understand. Okay, got you, got you. Um, that just seems late. And it's like, I don't, I'm not going to watch it. I get it. I don't even want to watch a YouTube video about it. <sighs> that's how you know a show is I bad. I completely huh? understand what this is, and I don't need to, it to be glorified by watching it. Speaking of subs over dubs, though, live-action Cowboy Bebop movie Ooh. coming to Netflix, I believe, starring... Who's the guy from Harold and Kumar? Uh, Cal Penn? Not Cal Penn. Uh, oh, my God. His last name is Cho. I'm old. Yeah, Harold. The guy who plays yeah. Harold. Uh, yeah, John Cho. John Cho, yeah. Uh, John Cho is playing the lead Spike actor. Spike Spiegel. Yeah. Nice, dude. I've always liked him. I loved him as Zulu in uh, the Star Trek movies. Yeah. Like, he's a good actor. Oh, I think he's going to be. This is the perfect role for that's him. A good, that's a great casting. That's great solid, ca- yeah. And it's also, it. I'm hoping one of these does well. To, just to prove that you can just do one of these movies and you don't have to pander any kind of which way. It's just cast like how it needs should be cast. Yeah. You know, or because now everything's got to like everyone is either everyone was whitewashing everything. And then everyone was like such an overcorrection that they were like, we're everything's like we're changing all of it. It's all going to be women and like this and that. And it's like, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I just like you're just changing characters now, and this is a different thing. Just make like a different movie. It's that's it's like, easy enough. Like, like, like when Shane Gillis was talking about the Ocean's Eight with the smoking hot ladies, yeah. he's like, they could have just sucked the security guard's dick. The, the movie would have been ten minutes it would, long. Yeah, it would have been over. <laughs> like he weren't going through the same issue of it. But there are just so many things that when you're watching it, it's like now people understand. Like yeah, you can just make the movie how based off the IP. Yeah. You don't need to go change. And like don't a, cast a white guy that's been, yeah, for, for, an, for an Asian character. A thousand percent. Yeah. It's like, that's not that hard, guys. It's People are like, well, at Apparently least... Apparently the Dragon Ball Z movie was hard. Well, that, dude, was... <laughs> that, 
the Dragon Ball Z movie is 1,000% in the realm of a comically bad movie. Yeah. You have Spike from fucking Buffy playing Piccolo. You have Jimmy from Shameless playing Goku. Yeah. Uh, oh, is Emmy- that wait, the redhead kid from no, Shameless? Who, which one's Jimmy? Jimmy is... So ironic, or I don't know if this is iron, ironic, I don't really know what the word means, but the guy who plays Goku and the girl who plays Bulma, I think, in Dragon Ball Z, the movie, also play love interests in, in Shameless. Shameless. Oh, okay. In season one, Emmy Rossum, who's the matriarch of the house, basically, starts seeing this guy, Jimmy, who ends up being a car thief, blah, blah, blah. But it's, yeah, it's the same people. That, that show, like, gives me anxiety. I hate, I hate I love Shameless, yeah. and now I hate it. Yeah. It just became... It is. It's so much anxiety. I watched one episode. I was like, this is too much. This <laughs> is way too much. Again, that's another thing that could just be sol- so many problems solved by just a really quick conversation. <laughs> like a, one text message with bare bones information. So many of these problems. Yeah. It's just people going to the extremes. Like I'm starting to hate those kind of movies. Like My friend hates meet the parents because he hates when like things in movies go wrong and it's just one guy and it's like you could fix this we you could fix this right now you could not like all this could be gone yeah you're choosing not to for a couple cheap laughs yeah but how fucking dare you it's just annoying because you're watching it and you're just it's not funny because it's smart it's funny because you're doing something stupid <laughs> and you just keep doing things that are dumb and it's just like you get annoyed. You're like, why are you throwing like cigarette butts like this, dude? Yeah. No one would do that. Bunch of dry on top of a bunch of dry leaves. Yeah, just like weird shit going on that you're like, this drives me up a fucking wall. But I'm excited about Cowboy Bebop movie. When's that coming out? Uh I'm not sure on the date of it, but I know we got a first look at the intro credits, maybe. And Ooh. we've gotten some pictures of the cast. Probably one of the best theme songs ever for a show, man. That shit is... What, it's a good... That gets you going. When, it's it, a good anime movie, too, that, to try and translate into real life because it doesn't as much of... It's not as exaggerated in like the very wild ways that some other... Like, it doesn't have as much magic. It doesn't oh, have, yeah. like... Even, like, the... It's not as much crazy, crazy tech in it. It's kind of low, you know low technology point right yeah. like it's not a bunch of crazy there's spaceships i, I think he's stuff. got like a nine millimeter right like, yeah <laughs> like it's nothing super wild so you don't have to worry about how do we make these aliens look or how do we make this or that yeah. look like ghost in a shell is a tough one those are all on uh all the cowboy bebops thing around hulu i gotta go back I, I i would like catch it late night on like toonami back in the day exactly but i gotta like sit down and watch the whole series and i think they did have an animated feature too we should do a little retrospective on uh, Cowboy Bebop. Ooh, I'm down. I'm gonna I'm I'll gonna start watching that. What do you think? You want to get out of here, dude? I'm down to get out of here. Thank you for listening, as always, everyone. And go to Patreon.com/backslash/Threads and Dreads to give us five bucks. We'll give you some content. Yeah, we need to do a new one. We've been recording more though, so we're on we a have. hot streak. Let's. <laughs> I'm I'm heating up, as they say in NBA Jam, and. Also, go to Instagram.com, uh, Threads and Dreads Pod. Give us a follow. Try and get those numbers up. Sean's been 
graciously posting some fun clips on there so you can get a little preview of episodes and what's to come. Yeah. Trying to get Yohei's ass back in studio to do a shoe show because I know motherfuckers be loving that. The shoe show is great. If you guys want to hear about a certain shoe or something, let us yeah, know. Yeah, if you ever want to hear about anything, just let us know. And Yohei will tell you every single thing about it. He'll give you the stats, the designers, the the man who painted it out in China himself. Yeah. The, the guy that cut him in line to get the first pair. Yeah, the family he took out to dinner to get the shoes secondhand market. <laughs> um, I love you guys, though. Sean, thank you as always. Thank you. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Love you. Mwah.